0: predictions are dangerous we absolutely need more inventory the fed doesn't actually have a lot of tools to regulate inflation
1: that cash has dried up wow is my first thought bruce if both parties don't win it doesn't happen the real look trending news welcome to the real look live from las vegas my name is Bruce Hardy. And I'm Chase Williams. And we are coming to you in the midst of Keller Williams Family Reunion 2024. So Chase, wow, it's been a whirlwind already. What are some of your takeaways so far?
0: Well, gosh, what? Today is technically day two, although we have the CEO Summit on Sunday, so it's like day three for us. Yep. There's been so many good nuggets, Bruce. Typically, when I come to one of these things, I feel like I could go home after the first day and and I'm so energized and have so much stuff that could be implemented. But here we are taking more and more notes. And it's just a testament to the true value that we get when we're at an event like this. One of the big themes that we've kind of heard throughout the presentations and the keynotes thus far, we've got some more yet to come, is really this idea of energy, right? And nobody better to talk about energy and changing your state and the importance of energy and your success than Tony Robbins, who was our keynote yesterday, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: What were your thoughts around some of the things that Tony had shared and just how it impacted you?
1: You know, it was really amazing. You know, he was able to demonstrate that, right? Changing your state, changing your physiology and your focus, right? Can actually change everything else for you? This gentleman had just had surgery three days ago. His doctor said he shouldn't do this event. And yet he came and did it. You know, his arm was in a sling and yet he bought energy. He did yeah. it even so. I would tell you, uh, you know, three and a half hours, didn't leave my seat, realized that I had more energy when I left that session than when I actually sat down uh, initially. And that wasn't caffeine either, by the way. You know what? I thought he did a really wonderful job. Uh, he picked on that agent out of the audience and asked him to pitch him why should he choose that agent over all the other 16,000 people in the room? And and the gentleman gave him his elevator pitch, right? And you could tell it was well-prepared and yet it didn't really connect. And he said, you know, I'm really sorry, I put you on the spot. And then he started to walk away and he turned around and he said, hey, imagine if you would, I'm a family member, somebody you really love. Mm -hmm. Why would you want me to work with you? And what you realized was boom, It came out, right? I mean, he moved 15,000 people when he shared from his heart because he cared so much. That's the thing that sort of resonated most with me, right, is we do care about our people and we've got to communicate that caring. And I thought he did a really good job of bringing that to the fore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about the most important people that we serve or someone that you truly love, like Tony had put it, and that really helps you connect with the real heart of why we do what we do. It doesn't mean that, you know, understanding scripting and dialogue and having great answers for questions isn't valuable. Mm -hmm. It just means how does it become authentic to you, right? Because as Tony put it, there's so much bullshit out there that people are looking for authenticity and the ability to trust someone and the fact that they truly care. You know, it was even Gary Keller on the first day at the CEO Summit, matter of fact, basically said if you've been in this business for five years or longer and you're still having to grind every single day to find business, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) And again, it wasn't, it wasn't Gary discounting the value of hard work. It was him saying that your database and taking real care of those people and then communicating with them such that you do love them and you do care about them would create a business over time that fed you pretty regularly. Again, you you never get to put it on autopilot, but how do you do that well? And how do you do it authentically? I thought that was a big
1: takeaway. That was a big thing. And, you know, it is about the relationship. You know, you mentioned the CEO Summit. We've had just a wonderful lineup of guests and we're not even done yet. So tomorrow, as of this recording, we'll have Mel Robbins, which uh, everyone's really excited about. You know, we had five great speakers on Sunday. And one who really stood out for me was Phil Jones. You know, this gentleman understands the power of words. You know, change your words, change your world. He was, that was the t-shirt he was wearing. But he talked about these similar concepts, right? He said the five things. One, you have to have visibility. And the question I wrote down for myself is, what am I doing to grow my visibility, right? So as, as realtors, we need to be visible to the, the consuming public. We have to have credibility. That was the second one, right? And by the way, his advice to everyone was to update your bio every six months, That was an aha for me because, you know, I haven't updated my bio in probably a couple of years and realizing that we need to maintain that credibility by being current. And the word that you just used, uh, authenticity, right? Be who you are when you're paid to be your best, even when you're not being paid. And that speaks to that, right? Being totally authentic. And then finally, availability. So what am I doing to increase my availability? Phil Jones really stood out for me. There was plenty of other speakers. Rory Baden was another one on branding. For me, I would say the overarching theme for me personally is being around branding and telling your story. It really has been.
0: And, And Rory did a great job of kind of communicating what does a brand even mean, right? And ultimately he said that it's what people think about when they think of you. That's how he defined what your brand is. And then he talked about some really practical ways to digitize your reputation, right? Your reputation is what people think about when they think of you. And then from a new way of doing that online is digitizing that reputation. And he kind of gave like three kind of pieces or ways of doing that to build trust. That's what you want your reputation to do, whether it's online or otherwise. Number one is that people need to see you, right? They need to see you. This is why posting what you ate for lunch is actually valuable even though no one really cares what you ate for lunch <laughs> I know I
1: didn't think that that was a, but he made absolute sense but when they're he
0: seeing that. you right yeah. They're seeing you just operating in, in life and, and having a meal just like anyone would regardless of what you're having so seeing you as number one number two is they know you right so what if you're posting a picture of a particular food that you really love that you post off and they feel like they know something about you again using that small example And so now they're seeing you. They feel like they're starting to know you a little bit more. And then, of course, the third one is that they can learn from you, right? So what are you putting out there to digitize your reputation that's actually adding value to people and teaching them something of value? The more specific you can make it to those that you're looking to serve, the better, right? So see you, know you, and learn from you. Those are the kind of three key pieces for building trust and digitizing your reputation. I thought that was really good.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, just back to Tony Robbins thing that I really wrote down, really resonated with me. And, and he shared examples, right? He says, "I'm, I'm a student of history. The three things that he said that we need to do is one, we need to have pattern recognition. We need to have pattern utilization and then pattern creation right? This idea that there are patterns that show up, right? And we know this. I mean, we we work in an industry that's cyclical, right? Mm-hmm. There are seasons that yep. that come and go. He used that with regards to demographics, which I thought was really interesting, right? Are you in the spring or are you in the summer or are you in the fall or are you in the winter? And, you know, if you look at the season of real estate and his suggestion was that we are actually in in the winter of real estate, got a ways to go. And Gary, he sort of validated that conversation this morning when he shared his vision speech of what was going on, right? So, what were some of the keys that you took away from that? Well,
0: I think from a
1: real estate perspective, Bruce, and
0: a real estate agent perspective, or even, you know, some of our leadership there, owners of brokerages, et cetera, we need to make sure that we're focusing on and implementing the fundamentals of what will help us be successful. And that's not going to be a new conversation to anyone who's listened to this podcast more than once, right? The foundation are the fundamentals rather than hoping that something's going to change or hoping that rates are going to go down or hoping that more inventory is going to come to the marketplace. It really doesn't matter, Bruce, whether it does or not, if we're doing the right things in the right quantities consistently enough to win. Love Mark Willis our old and now new again CEO back to the family talking about, I believe that we will win, right? And we can embolden that belief with that level of focus. Matter of fact, it was Tony Robbins who said that what you're focusing on is critically important, right? He gave the example of someone's, you know, an hour late for a meeting you had set up with them. Are you focused on how frustrated you are that they're late and they haven't called or texted? Or are you worried for their well-being And he said, you know, it'll make all the difference when you finally do talk to them. But you get to choose what you're focused on. That was his example, right? But we get to choose that in business, too, regardless of the season that we're in. If we're fearful or we're concerned or any of that around being in winter, quote unquote, then we have to choose what we focus on. Because some of the biggest fortunes, some of the most market share is gained and gotten in winter, right? It's the time when... When everyone else is scared and is worried and is locked up or paralyzed or hunkering down or with their heads in the sand, however you want to think about that, those that are focused on winning, those that are focused on gaining market share, those that are focused on the fact that spring always comes after winter are the ones that are, are doing the right things in order to win and set themselves up not just for winning during winter but winning long-term into the future of whatever it is they're after.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I think the mantra, you know, and this too shall pass. So, you know, we talk about this, that every day you're in a great market, you're one day closer to a shift. And then when you're in a shift, you're one day closer to a great market. So realizing that this is the time to go hone your skills, go build, go take market share. The business is there, right? Even though we only closed 4 million homes nationally last year, that's still 4 million homes, 8 million sides. Mm-hmm. So the business is there, you just have to focus on the right things to get there. And you know, we, we've talked about this ad nauseam, and that is, is that, yeah, there are a lot of people who feel rate locked because they have a low interest rate, but there are reasons, there are life reasons why people will move. Mm-hmm. You've just got to get yourself in front of those people.
0: One note that I thought about that data point that I thought, I never thought of it this way, Bruce, was, That kind of the floor, the lowest number of transactions that are happening nationally in any given year kind of continues to move and reset itself, you know, about once a decade, I think is what Gary said. And it's because of population growth. And I thought that was interesting because you know it's nice to know that we're in an industry where the number of transactions is going to constantly be moving up because of all the life events that you just shared. More population, there's more marriages, more births, more deaths, more all the things that actually cause people to transact. And you know, going back to this idea of, of what you can focus on and what you can give your energy to, right? We talked a lot about energy. Tony kind of reminded us in the room of a pattern, right? Pattern recognition is important. And and some of you may have heard this and some of you may not, but basically good times create weak people. Weak people create bad times. Bad times, winter create strong people and strong people create Good times over and over again, Bruce, we've interviewed incredibly successful people on this podcast and the percentage of them that started their career in the last downturn is really high.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Right. Bad times create strong people and here they are right. Winning and not fearful of whatever headwinds might be existing in the marketplace because they know the fact that limited opportunity does not mean it limits their opportunity. And that's an important differentiation.
1: Yeah, well, and, you know, I personally have experience with that, having started my career in a downtime Mm -hmm. and watching half the office get out of the business because they had been in the the good time, didn't know how to generate leads when the market had shifted. So that resonated with me 100%. You know, I, I think also it was interesting, Chase, this idea that the real estate industry is in recession. And I think we could all agree with that but I thought it was pretty fascinating. They presented some compelling evidence that we are likely to have a recession, right? And again, we've reported on what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have been predicting. I really do feel like let's prepare for the worst and hope for the best, right? I believe we have a recession coming. Just there's a lot of economic headwinds coming up against us. And again, not to be panicked or stressed out about it. It's just a fact, right? It's how we respond to that
0: absolutely how I respond to that. When you think about, you know, following up a real estate recession with an economic recession, you might have some people thinking, oh, man, that feels like a double whammy. And it very well could be if you're not focused on doing the right things. And matter of fact, Tony Robbins was talking about going back to this idea of focus, right? He actually said that focus equals feeling right? So how do you feel? Well, that depends on what you're focused on. Remember, either I'm pissed because you're late or I'm worried that you're not there when you normally would be. And then ultimately, what does that mean? And then the third thing being, what are you going to do? Choose what you focus on, determine what that means for you, right? You know, for intents of this conversation, if we're going to follow a real estate recession with an economic recession, then we better focus on What we can do to succeed in our local market, because it means that the winter is going to last a little longer than we would like it to. And then we can decide what we're going to do. (laughs) And and probably the decision to just cross your fingers and keep hoping is not the best one. There's uh, many other things that you can do and get into action around that will have you feeling better, giving you more energy, putting you back in control of what's happening now and in the
1: future and setting you up to win. Well, that's the news you need to know. Join us this Friday for our Northern Lights interview. And thanks again for joining us on The Real Look. This podcast is produced by Marissa Frost. Visit kwnwr.com to access the show notes from today's episode. Head over to Apple, Google or Spotify or really any major streaming platform to subscribe and don't forget to leave us a review. Thanks again for listening to The Real Look.